1: Welcome to World's Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com.
0: This is like a, a stock market.
1: Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling with Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, back again. And today it's a top three. Here we go. Top three. Bing, 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 bing. Insert cool <laughs> one, two, three kid sound that I always like to talk about here. One two three! All right, today we're gonna to talk about this. This is gonna be a little bit controversial. The top three most impactful wrestling card releases of all time. I didn't say the most expensive. I didn't say the most popular, the most impactful. So I will give my criteria for this, and then I want to hear Tony's opinion on this. The first thing is popularity. These are the cards Mm -hmm. you see all the time. These are the cards you hear people talk about all the time, whether it's good or bad, whether people are making a joke or a meme about it, whether it is a really high-selling card. What is the most popular? And then the second thing is markets and that has to do with what are you seeing bought all the time whether it's for a dollar or whether it's for 125 or six or thousand dollars or whatever that rock card sold for <laughs> you know talking about prism there so that's kind of my criteria is the markets like and not the top or bottom but kind of what's going all the time and then what is the community and people posting and talking about and showing mm-hmm. so i'd like to hear your thoughts on the, your criteria for your your top three
0: well that's a pretty good criteria right there i guess i mean Again, this is going to probably piss some people off. I'm oh yeah. Sure. We have, um, we have a
1: tendency to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But again, they're just, they're just our opinions. And if, uh, you know, I, I love to hear it's, it's almost like trying to ask people like, what's your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers and stuff sure. like that, you know, um, everybody has their different criteria. I guess, or what's, that's what makes everybody fans of somebody. But yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good ju- uh, criteria to have is popularity and, and, and market. But i am wishy-washy on my selections i can go either way i think all of mine are kind of like i could probably strip any one of them from my top three and insert something else uh that would probably just be as equally as important to me i guess so it's interesting what we're going to talk about here
1: i think let's start off with where we went different directions because okay. two, two of our selections look like they're pretty much the same thing and one of them yeah. is different so let's start with what's different I went with the 1991 classic WWF and the 1991 Impel. And here's my thought process behind that. You've got two iconic wrestling card sets. And what I mean by iconic is you can't like, you can't go to a card shop or a flea market or a wrestling event and not find a card or a pack of 1991 WCW Impel. You're welcome. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Keeping those pressers hot on the flip side you've got the 91 classic which everybody chases for the undertaker rookie and they love the images and to this day i'm still seeing people on wrestling card wednesday sharing 1991 classic Mm -hmm. 1991 impel people are still going out you you, i mean it's got to be important if you and paul are covering it on your monthly recap on the impel set yeah it's so the these may not be the most valuable cards. And a lot of people don't like these cards, but the fact that they're constantly in our eyes on on our social feeds, they're constantly being bought and sold on eBay, whether it's for a dollar, whether it's for a hundred dollars, whether it's graded, whether it's raw, constant transactions on these things. So a couple, you know, like I said, the undertaker cards, very important in this set. And other than that, I think just people just love the design and the images of some of these things. So what are your thoughts on those, if you have any?
0: I, I agree. I mean, I, I was going to consider the Impel set as well. Uh, the stock. Wow. Talking baby. about
1: pumping your own product.
0: Well, you know, Hey, I gotta do it. <laughs> gotta, got flex, baby. Gotta flex. Um, it, I was gonna, because it is popular. It's, it's everywhere. I mean, you find it in card shops, you find it in flea markets, you find it at car washes, you find it at, <laughs> I, I think there's probably a section in my in a, in a daycare center somewhere where there's just stuff laying around. Probably. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. And yet, um, it's a bright, colorful design that's been mimicked over the years by a lot of indie card set uh, companies that are putting out stuff. Uh, people gravitate towards that. It usually is also somebody's first introduction to wrestling cards is an Impel set because it is so bright and it's so plentiful out there. Um, I, I thought it was hilarious during the pandemic era that uh, so many people are trying to really pump that, that release as something that you got to get this. I got a nine. I got a ten. Well, you got like fifty billion, you know, cards out there. You know, from this set, There's going to be a lot of nines and tens out there. Um, I, I was going to put on my list just because of the popularity. It fit that mark, but the market, I don't know. I thought it was too much of a go-to for me, so uh, I wasn't trying to be like, oh, well, you're popular. I don't want to be. I don't want to pick popularity. I'm right. Yeah. But that's kind of where I can flip flop on my list. Uh, the difference that I had uh, from yours is I, I picked the 2014 Topps Chrome, um, just because it's become such a hugely popular and very valuable uh, um, a card set uh, because of the autographs and the and, and the super refractors and all those kinds of things. Golds, I think the that's golds. the first
1: one that people that people say that have the golds on them, and that we know like, that we know the history on that already.
0: Sure, and I could and I could easily just strip that out. So you know what? Just throw wrestling all stars in here. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously
1: and 6-1-since-that-matters and what do I even say other than hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: I I could do that. I could easily do that because we we all know the importance of that set and what it means to the hobby from a vintage standpoint from uh um just how important it is to our hobby to have that particular series the 82 83 all-stars in in our in our hobby um everybody has uh every sport and genre has you know their their 86 flare their 52 tops i mean we we have that and that's that's kind of where our benchmark is so I didn't purposely not put that on the list because I was like, well, it's talked about too much. It's impactful. It's important. It is, it, it's there. It exists. I am. So again, I could flop out my 2014 set and put that in there just as easily. I really could. Um, But I'm sticking with my 2014 tops Chrome for me.
1: Yeah. And I didn't put all stars in this Uh, spoiler. All stars didn't make the list. It's my, I'm not being biased because it's my favorite wrestling card set of all time. Bar none. But I, when I look at social feeds, I see more Impel and 91 Classic than I do All-Stars. I see more than that than Tops Chrome. But I think the 14 Tops Chrome is what's really jump-started more ultra-modern cards because I, of yeah, the parallels, because of the golds, because of the cracked ice, all that. Oh, well, I think it's, what is it, Atomic? I think Topps calls it Atomic yeah. Refractor. Yeah. But I think for, the 2014 set is impactful for the fact that it kicked off ultra modern and what we're seeing now with prism and select and all these other brands. So I think that's a great choice, but um, you know, again, it's funny. We both mentioned the all-stars and again, it's my favorite set ever, but I just don't see as much of that as I do some of these other things that we're going to talk about today.
0: And and I'm the other way, because I guess my, my social media feeds is inundated with wrestling all-stars and, and, and several other vintage type stuff too. Uh, But wrestling all-stars is undeniable it is what yeah. it is like yeah. that and so um it's consistency in in high dollar cards uh is you, you can't you can't refute that really right. it's just it is what it so it's it's popularity and its market share is uh is a no-brainer but again i i just didn't want to i didn't want to be the the same old same old with right. like oh it's gonna be gotta be uh wrestling all-stars and uh
1: blue nile.com let's move on to the the next one that we both agree on and that's 1985 tops and you may be saying oh well that's not hulk hogan's true rookie or maybe it is or blah 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 yeah. but it, we're talking about impactful releases and we're talking mm-hmm. about cards that we see transact all the time H- that hogan number one card with the yellow back and mm-hmm. the, i think the blue card is like six card 16 number I think. 16 yeah yeah both of those are uh, they, they sell all the time all the and, time. And, and then you could start digging into the weeds through the tops brand when you're looking at OPG and Scanlan's and then the same kind of cards, but a little bit more of a chase. Mm-hmm. But tops is what started that tops is the first WWF official wrestling card release. So, I mean, we would maybe not have wrestling cards if it wasn't kicked off with this set. Now we had them prior to that. I understand, but yeah. from a mass, like, retail perspective where you can just go to your store and buy wrestling cards. If it wasn't for 85 tops, we may not have what we have today.
0: It's what, it's what also got me in the, in the cards at the time for into wrestling cards. Um, you know, I've told the story before, but briefly, you know, I worked at a liquor store, uh, that was also a deli and we had a little gum rack section. It's like that. And, uh, the, uh, um, I remember Frank Charles Murray, the third, uh, he was a manager of the store of the store and, uh, Big in, in collecting baseball cards, and uh, when the guy came in to, um, you know, uh, to, to offer him like, "Hey, is there anything else you want to carry?" Blah, blah. blah. It was, it was all handled through our, through the, the our candy supplier, so our gums and candy bars, things like that. Uh, it, that's where we oh, he ordered the cards from, and so he's like, "Yeah, let's get, get to, um, got the sales sheet for um, GPK," and um, on the back side of it was an, an advertisement for uh, WWF cards so we ordered some and that was my first exposure to um to wrestling cards and um i really enjoyed it so it's it's significant to that to me um i almost for my list again i could i could flip-flop so many things from the set this this list i almost said i think i'm going to put 87 tops in there because of it's such that was my first experience the design itself became all uh something that a lot of a lot more collectors got involved in because of 87 tops and another design that has been mimicked over the years uh from uh indie cards um even got redone by tops itself in our heritage set right <laughs> um so it's a significant card set but it doesn't have that same uh uh market value you know pop you know because uh, the hogans slay- like it has a Bret hart in there but yeah. it's uh it doesn't have the same thing as, as the hogan cards slay- like that. so that's why I want the 85 tops as well
1: yeah. I think we pretty much can move on from that. We, we yep. touched on it here. Like, you know, that exactly what I said was what your personal experience was. Yep. It was a lot yep. of people's first opportunity to get official WWF cards. So yep. let's move on to the last one. And this is kind of a, um, uh, you could, you could lump both of these in together that's the yep. 2022 season. Yep. So,
0: I call it a season.
1: Yeah. And I agree. So we're talking AEW. We're talking Prism. And I'm going to throw in the inundation of all the indie card sets that we have. Yep. And and it it this is the reason I put this kind of stuff on my list is because this is the biggest boom we've ever had in wrestling cards. We had mm-hmm. a brand new brand being AEW being and having Upper Deck, which really hadn't put out wrestling cards up until that point. They did, but it was like you know the Hogan one-off or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They didn't put out a full brand. So here we have a a newer company with a brand new brand of cards. And we saw the explosion with that. We saw new people coming in. They're AEW fans that hate WWE. Oh, they have cards now. I can go after my favorite person. I can collect the sets. Then we had Prism. We all know about that. We won't spend a lot of time about that. And we've seen what it's done even into the 2023 season. Mm -hmm. And then the indie card, not only interest, but the companies putting out the cards seem to really kick off. And yep. People finally recognizing these things as, oh, yeah, these are trading cards. These aren't just gimmicks that they're selling at the merchandise stand. So yep. uh, and and the reason some of these are some of these may be valuable. Some of them may be not. I mean, we've seen, I think, of all the things, the AEW Upper Deck Box and those base cards and those products may mm-hmm. have even gone down more than prism from just like and, you know, we could talk about Upper Deck and how they've handled the license and whatever, but that's not the point. The yeah. point is, yeah. this season of 2022 and all the products released in it were some of the most impactful of all time because of all of the new people we got into wrestling cards and all of the new ways of collecting that people are starting to discover. So what are your thoughts on the yep. 2022 season?
0: I, I, I agree. That's why I added to my list, too. I called the 2022 season for all those reasons. Uh, it became a significant year across just every... Not only because of Panini and Upper Deck's licenses, and like you said, the uh, the indie stuff too. You know, indie sets had been put being put out for sh- some years, years prior to that, but for some reason in twenty twenty two, everybody jumped on the bandwagon of pr- producing uh, card sets. Uh, everything from you know what we call bootleg card sets like that, because people are just so passionate about creating designs and putting things out there. Some incredible work done. But a lot of these independent places like realize, hey, creating a card set is a very cheap and effective way for us to market our product and drive interest not only from our local area but people all over the country, sometimes over the world. Like I, I collect those cards and I want to, uh, I want to have those because they're indie cards. So, um, and it also in 2022 became to me the season that all these card sets really opened the floodgates of prospecting and speculating. Uh, that we'd never seen before in the hobby we had never really seen people like oh i'm going to start getting some Braun breaker stuff when we get some mjf stuff because these are people i believe in that are the future of the business that uh, i need to go out and and invest in early now while it's still relatively cheap and we've seen those kind of cards they ain't cheap anymore now already within one year's time frame so the whole year has opened the door for i would call it you know 2022 the prospect the prospecting year (laughs) Uh, because that's kind of what it is and so all those sets all those manufacturers for that year have become hugely popular and have hugely affected the market another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSC.
1: Yeah, and we've seen like all the you know, there's there's ways of people collecting rainbows now. Yep. And there there's way there's different ways that people have got into it. And I could tell based on a lot of the feedback, like people were saying and, and I love this it wasn't a negative like uh there some people might see this and be like oh you're an idiot you should know this but there might be somebody that says why is this one of one how is that different than the base card explain this to me why it's more sure. important you know stuff like that so and I think that that's the whole reason we do this podcast is to help people with their collecting journey more information that they can get and I love seeing that especially on the aew front again we're not going to ca- talk about prison but With AEW, there was just this passion. And I think there still is. And I think Upper Decks kind of dropped the ball, to be honest, on their product line and for whatever reason. But their fan base around AEW is so rabid. And they were wanting to get into these cards. And they were wanting to dig deep and learn into sets and parallels and chase. Mm -hmm. And why is this base card the same as this Pyro, but the Pyro looks different? What is grading? What is a break you know, all, all of these things kind of percolated in 2022, which yeah. mind you, the rest of the world and the hobby going downhill. Wrestling exploding. You gotta yep. love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, 2020 without twenty this 2022 season and these properties, um, uh I you don't see uh a hundred and twenty-six thousand dollar rock card. Yeah. Uh you don't see that that ceiling being broken um uh by a modern card like that. Uh it's become such a great year in that sense again for the prospecting um it's just uh it's it's moved the market into a, a an area that we never thought was going to happen for wrestling cards so uh more eyeballs uh bigger market uh more collectors uh higher values all because of popularity so these things all tie into each other and um we're seeing we're in 2023 now we're 4 months Almost five months into 2023. And uh it's unbelievable to me. Yeah. And, no kidding. <laughs> and we're um uh we're seeing uh all the uh benefits, we're seeing all of the um rewards of what the 2022 year laid down for us, I think, as a okay. hobby. Um wrestling cards are in a very good place right now, despite any uh bickerings and back and forth and what camps you're in, kind of thing. The general uh, co- hobby itself is in a very good place, yeah. Um, uh, and it's okay to have the difference of opinions. These lists, I'm, I, I'm, as we're gonna probably talk, and hopefully when we close out here, uh, I'm interested in hearing other people's uh, lists. Like, what would you think is the most impactful wrestling card sets of all time uh, for you, and why? Uh, but uh, we're in that place now in the hobby where it's such a a great thing, and there's so much passion from collectors. I mean, there's a, there's some discussions going on on Twitter from uh, certain groups, you know, uh, private groups that are so passionate about the indie scene, and these guys know every little nuance about the indie scene and 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 their roles in that in that sector of of the hobby. A niche within the niche is uh, so important, but there's so much passion there. It's like that we we didn't have this prior, really, to 2022 uh, to the level that it is right now, and it continues to keep growing. And I think that's why. The whole year of 2022 is so important. And I think it's going to go down. And and, and while we have the the big monumental sell, the rock car from 2023, 2022 is going to be the year that I think people 20 years from now, 10 years from now, whatever, are going to go like, that's the year that really took wrestling cars to the next level.
1: Yep. Can't say any more to that. 100% agree on that. Uh, We'll go ahead and close out the show before we do again, let us know what your top three are. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? If you disagree, let us know why. If you agree, let us know why. Maybe there's another important point we missed on something that needs to be brought up. You can tag us on social media or uh, leave a comment if you're watching the video version of this. Tony, let everybody know where they can get a hold of you and leave these comments for their top three.
0: WrestlingTradingCards.com, folks. Over 20 years of doing what we do, providing checklist information to help you better understand the hobby, uh, what you have, and what you're looking for. Um, check us out there. All of our social media tags, uh, our handles are on the bottom of every single page of the website. Are are you online at all?
1: I am. But before I do Um, that, I want to also quickly plug the WTC YouTube channel. Continues to grow, continues to get better content, continues to get more faces that, you know, I think sometimes the social media wrestling community is a little insulated, but there are a ton of wrestling collectors out there that are just maybe not quite, interacting with the rest of us all the time, or maybe they're only yeah. on certain platforms. So some of these faces are popping up on the WTC YouTube channel. So make yeah. sure to check that out. And Thanks. what we just talked about, it laying the information out for collectors for these new sets that yeah. are a jumping point off of 2022, all that's on WTC's YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out, subscribe. Thanks. Speaking of YouTube, you can check out my YouTube channel, Wrestling With Cards, Wrestling With Cards, the podcast, and of course, at Zan Morning on all social platforms. Thank you guys for listening. Again, let us know what your top three are. And please subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Tell a friend, spread the word, not only about wrestling cards, but about this show, about the Card Foundation, about any other wrestling card content that's out there to help continue to grow this hobby. That's the whole reason we do it. But until next time, we've got to base one quote on the 2022 wrestling card Mm -hmm. season. But I'm going to let Tony introduce that to you.
0: How can I sum up 2022? Other, I can... Maybe we can create a phrase for it of some kind. Yeah, maybe. probably. Something to do with wrestling cards. I got it. Wrestling cards rule. That's it. We'll see it.